Hello, Mr. Miller. Hello, Mr. Miller. Oh, oh. <coughs> we're gonna win the league. Are oh, we gonna win the league? <laughs> oh, it's in the stars. Oh, Bill Shankly, Bob Paisley, where are you now? <laughs> oh, fucking Vardy's going to get actually. I've tweeted out, I'm going to suck him off if he scores an actually. <laughs> Do you know what? It'll be just like him to score an actually, and I'll be in the car park at wherever Man City play their football, the Etihad, hmm. on my knees, piping him off. <laughs> It'd be worth it. I'll do it, mate. I'll take one in the mouth. <laughs> oh, that's not Craig. I haven't shot my load for four weeks. There you go, son. Who's <laughs> that? That was Vardy, because he's, uh, he's a cockney or something, isn't he? Yeah, he is, but that wasn't cockney. What? I thought you were doing Roy Hodgson. He's got a new game now, hasn't he? Go on. I can't remember. Um, it's a ga- Game of Thrones. It's something to do with Game of Thrones. I can't remember. Oh. Oh, oh, mate, did you watch the game? Come on. Newcastle 2, Liverpool 3. Liverpool, 94 points with one game to play. Your telly's dead loud. Oh, yeah, yeah I forgot that was on. Should have got my headphones in. Oh, that's better. Go ahead. Oh, what a watch that was. I had to I was on the side and it just wasn't it wasn't working. I had to go and have a quick whiskey. A quick whiskey. <laughs> I've seen you had ice in it. I'm not happy. I'm not talking to you now. I had to have a couple of blocks of ice sticks. It's been in the cupboard. <laughs> oh, what was the whiskey? Glen Grant. Glen Grant's Majors Reserve. Twenty three pounds a bottle on I- on iTunes. On, oh, fucking fantastic. On Amazon. <laughs> it's cheap enough that you can get 10 bottles for your birthday and only have three left now. Um, that's not good go, really. It's, it's birthday in December. It's nothing to be proud of. <clears throat> well, I've just finished mine off. You gave me mine. Was it Christmas or birthday? Um, no, it was Christmas, wasn't it? Christmas. Cream bogs. <clears throat> well, I've just had probably, that's probably a quadruple. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've, that's my bottle emptied because I had a quadruple because I poured some out and thought it's not worth leaving that little bit in the bottom get that let's have a nice drink to celebrate the win oh divogger do you know what right I'm going to be so sorry to lose him in the summer He'll... He's, he's got a move for his own career and he's not getting yeah. games We've, we've got to have better than him. If we want to compete with Man City next year, and we have competed with them this season, um, we need to move him on and get somebody on that bench who's a little bit better. Same as Daniel Sturridge. I can't believe that Daniel Sturridge has come into this team with three games to play and has been pivotal. Pivotal? pivotal. I know what you're saying, even though you can't say it. But... Are we going to get that sort of player willing to come and sit on the bench? Yeah. Man City have. Man City have got world-class substitutes who are all part of the squad um, mantra. Yeah, but they're not, they're not sort of named players. The players they've got, like the Jesus, Jesus, how you pronounce it, I He's... didn't know anything about him before he came to City. Okay. You, know I mean? yeah, but... you, you can't go out and get a, a world-class striker to come and sit on your bench. You need someone like what they've done there. Get someone nobody knows about who's, who hasn't got a name for himself yet. Yeah, but he probably has. We, we, he probably has. In, we, but are we because we're just like normal people? Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's, that, no one, you're not going to get anyone to do what Daniel Sturridge does. I'm not saying I'm not saying I think we should keep him, but someone who's willing to come and sit on the bench and just come on when needed. If we move Daniel Sturridge on, we probably have maybe two hundred grand a week uh, back into the wages pot. That yeah. Get a, get well, that's, yeah, but that's when players. that's when you're going to attract the wrong sort of player. The wrong who's just a fucking money yeah, for the money, just a journeyman. <sighs> oh. 
Liverpool oh, have always said they want players to play for the shirts. You play for 50 quid a week. Yeah. <clears throat> Wait, what, did, what did you think of Rafa tonight? I uh, genuinely thought he'd put the reserves out or the under-21s <laughs> or something. <laughs> See, I thought... I know they're all saying he'll, he'll do Liverpool a favour because he loves Liverpool now. I, I saw it the other way. I thought he'd have wanted to beat Liverpool to prove, see, should have fucking kept me. I'm better than fucking Klopp, baby. Well, we've got a terrible record against Rafa. I don't know what it is because I can't be arsed looking. But we we haven't done well against Rafa and it, that's Klopp's first win at St. James's Park. Mm. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Oh, <sighs> 94 points. Let's just save it this moment. We are currently top of the league and potentially <clears throat> one win from being champions. We might win the league with 94 points. Yeah, it's possible. City might lose the last two games and we lose our last game. The Premier League does weird shit on the last day of the season. See, even... Even if um, they do beat Leicester, they'll never. <laughs> um, I was going to say Cardiff. Is it Cardiff or Brighton? They're playing the last game of the season. Brighton, isn't it? Yeah, they're safe now. They'll safe. be on the holidays. Will they? Or will he want to want to prove something? Well, maybe the pressure's off. That happens a lot. Let's go out. go out, lads. Go out and enjoy yourselves. Yeah, clutching at straws. Let's go and stick it to Man City because Paul Boniface, the grandfather of the After Dark Podcast Network, is a Brighton fan and his little mate, Craig, is a Liverpool fan. Maybe that's the thing. Mm. His daughters are regularly, um, or they have been, I don't know if it's regular, but they've been mascots on that pitch. So maybe a bit of Boniface magic's going to rub off. Oh, we'll take anything, mate. We'll take anything. I want Boniface to run on uh, with a load of. Um... No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, watching that game there, at what stage do you think, fuck it, and get blown? Uh, <laughs> at two all. You know me. I am. I'm the. I'm the. Oh, I'm always a pessimist. Yeah, but yeah, but as we've discussed on probably every episode so far, whenever you're, you've got a downer on them, they do well. Yeah, it was a genuine downer, as you know. It needs to be a genuine downer. It can't be a fake downer. Yeah. Yeah, you've done so, fake ones, thinking you're going to trick your gut into getting yeah, a win. I can't trick me gut. Yeah. I thought we'd lose. So I. I said. I mean. The, see, the weekend isn't over yet. The weekend is not over. I tweeted out before the game from Two Tribes um, that this see, this weekend will be pivotable. Pivotable? Pivotable? Pivotable. Pivotable. Pivotable in the climax of this season. Not, not next week, this weekend. So I fully expect something else to happen. Yeah, I think I think the hope is with Leicester. I can only be with Leicester because Roy Hodgson isn't playing against him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I can't. Oh. You're, you're talking truth. I can't argue with you. Oh. How much whiskey have you got left then? Uh, about a sip and a half. Oh bollocks. Oh, we're not very. We're, we're this time in. I think. Uh, I can't. I can't have another one because we uh, work tomorrow. Seventh of June. Seventh of June is the After Dark Podcast meetup in in London. Yeah, that's coming up quick, mate. I know. Coming up quick. Paid off my Halloween horror nights uh, holiday today. Oh, I seen. I got the email off for Virgin uh, holidays. Oh, and I'm paid. Oh, the. Other forms of holiday representation are available. I like to fly on Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> I like to fly on Warhammer Airlines. I sit on the back of a dragon. <laughs> I, I fly over the. I fly over the. 
I fly over the Atlantic. That's easy for you to say. <laughs> I like a gin and tonic on the back of the wagon while playing in a warhammer. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's fa- it's fantastic. Oh, it's, it's feeling real now. All this, the, like the meet up, the meet up next month, the build up to the holiday, all the the the, um, the announcements are coming out for the the houses. <sighs> getting excited now, getting excited, and it's it's weird to think when we go to Halloween Horror Night on September the twenty sixth, I think something like that. Um, the season will be like the next season will be eight eight games old yeah. or, or four games yeah. old or something like that, and it'll this this will be a distant memory. This unbelievable ninety four points oh. season. It's just unbearable to think we could go the season with only losing one game and still not win it. We've broken every record. Uh, Mo Salah to this tonight as equaled Roger Hunt's record of um, consecutive seasons scoring 70 goals. And the only player to beat him in them is uh, Ian Rush mm. in consecutive seasons. I think it was 90, uh, 73 and something else. can't remember. <sighs> so that's how good... Um, Salah is and Salah should not play against Barcelona I didn't see the Barcelona game the other night I seen Suarez score and I was jubilant that he celebrated celebrated <laughs> I think I'm having a story have you, have you had whiskey you no. talk like you've got numb teeth I've, I've had three hours kip um, and then I've had a couple of beers um, I watched the Barcelona game I managed to get a loo day for it and um, Liverpool were unlucky. Liverpool, in my eyes, should have should have poss- probably should have won. Definitely should have at least had an away goal. Yeah, but you don't win unless you score. They didn't score. They dominated possession, but they didn't score. I mean, and- just Messi came alive. I know. I know. I read the the newspaper reports the next day, and everyone was saying Messi was the difference, and he was. He just sort of like turned it on for twenty minutes and just ripped what do you think? Apart. He did, and that, that flea kick is absolutely out of this world. I still haven't seen the second goal. But what do you think about this elbow that he did to Fabinho? That he got away with? Uh, well, it happens. I've got no qualms about it, you know what I mean? It's, we do it, they do it to us. It's part of football now. If you get away with it, you get away with it. Yeah, but with VAR, you shouldn't get away with it, should you? Well, they're, they're saying... See, they don't want to take every decision away from the referee. They're saying it's only sorts like goal scoring opportunities where they're going to bring it in, whether it's like a goal or a, or not a goal. I don't think it should be used for was it a throw into them or was it a throw into us. I think it's just got to be goal scored. Otherwise, it's just going to be not not worth having a referee on. Well, I think ultimately in in two, three years' time, the referee on the pitch is just going to be a fella who's implementing the instructions. Yeah. I think See, that will be, be taken away from him. That. I do. I, I do. I want a, a, a fella in the stands making the decisions with the TV screen. See, I don't. I mean, I'm all for the argument of it's all about the fucking... The... <laughs> Pardon me. Jesus Christ. This is a baby episode, this. Um, it's all about the talk in the pubs afterwards. Ah, oh, fuck the talk in the pubs. The talk in the pubs will still take place. It won't, because they go, how can you argue that? It showed it blatantly on the telly that uh, it was a goal. It went over the line. It went three centimetres over the line. Oh, yeah, I know yet, mate. I know yet, but it was a goal. <clears throat> yeah, but you've got to have to it's, it's all part of football. They're taking everything out of football. No, they're not. They're not. They haven't took anything out of rugby. They haven't took anything out of cricket. Them two sports still exist with television replay rules. I'm all for it. The next thing I want implemented is a timekeeper. Today's game was 98 minutes. Now, uh, granted, Mo Salah was injured and he was down and all that, but that game should have still been a 90-minute game. No, but even a 98-minute game, 
probably the ball was only in play about 70 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it would it would give a difference. You know where they're throwing themselves to the floor, rolling round and wasting. Man City, right? Man City are going to win this league by um, gamesmanship. They are a brilliant team going forward, right? Yeah. But you, you watch Man City, right? When they lose that ball, if they can't get that ball back, they will tactically foul, right? Ah, look, you can't just say Man City. Everyone does that. Look at Milner. Right. Milner just did it there. Milner did do it, yeah, but Man City are masters at it. They will tactically foul, and if they don't tactically foul or they can't, they will feign injury. One of their players will feign injury, and that will they'll win the free kick, or they'll give the free kick away. <laughs> but it gives everyone a chance to regroup and get men behind the ball that's, or whatever. It's been going on for years. Oh, cynical! So and so took one for the team there. It's been yeah, going on for but, years. Yeah, but timekeeping, t- literally timekeeping, will eradicate that because the players' muscles will start cramping up. Once you get to the two-hour mark playing a game of footy. You're going to start cramping up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I do want some sort of timekeeping because the the time wasting is is uh, disgusting sometimes. Do you know the thing that I've thought for a few years has been again, and I don't think it'll ever come because it'd be like a farce. Is a sin bin. Well, this is what they're proposing for the likes of the head injuries, uh, a rolling substitution scenario. So, say somebody goes off with a bit of an injury, put a man, uh, put another player on for five minutes and then the main fella who can come back on but it's all about warming up and warming down isn't it yeah more than it so yeah I mean when the substitute comes on he's been warming up for ten minutes before hasn't he yeah manager normally says fucking Frankie get out there get warmed up you're going on in a minute Frank Frankie Frankie oi 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 get put that fucking warhammer down and get on him <laughs> Anyway, we're fucking still in it with the games to go. Yeah, it's going to the last game of the season. However, this weekend isn't over yet. What do you think about the second leg, Barca? Do you reckon we've got a chance? Do you reckon we'll go all guns blazing or just save it for the last game of the season? Barcelona don't travel well. We've got Two home games against Barcelona. Barcelona, I think, have played tonight and have, have put the reserves out from what <coughs> they said on Sky just then. So, uh, Barcelona main team are going to be rested. Um, just go for it. Barcelona don't travel well. The only thing I can see is I can't see, I can see Barcelona scoring. And if Barcelona scores, it's fucking game over. Yeah, we need we, four goals isn't enough. We need to score five. Which is so, possible with the front line we've got, but then when you consider with Fabinho, is probably not going to be playing, and Salah, Salah's probably not going to be playing. Salah can't play. As far as I'm concerned, I, I listened to the Football Weekly podcast off the Guardian, <coughs> and uh, Barry Glendennan is a very big uh, proponent. Uh, he supports this. Independent medical doctors need to come in, not the club doctors. So... The player is... Look what happened in the Champions League final in May. Mm. Our, our keeper had been... Had an end injury and wasn't... Made some outlandish decisions. He had concussion that, that game and should have went off. Yeah. Right? Um, and everybody after the event... Because it's a head injury. I've got a back injury. My back goes... People go... Oh yeah, all right. Your back's gone. Fuck off. Because it's like an invisible injury. Yeah. The, the same with a bit of concussion. Um, these players shouldn't be allowed to play. It should be a week of uh, getting examined. They say a week from all the pain in your head going. So Mo Salah might have no pain in the head now. He might be fine. But look at that Tottenham player the other day. He went. He come back on, and his legs went from underneath yeah. him. Yeah, they said that on the uh, the commentary. That say uh, it's a week from when the pain he's not in pain. No, so Salah's definitely not going to be playing midweek. You look at the great Tommy Smith, who's just left this um, mortal coil. He his last days, he had Alzheimer's or Parkinson's or or dementia. It was one of them. You know, he, he, 
he was gone. Um, the great Ron Yates, who was at our wedding, um, he's suffering with some sort of de- debilitating disease. Mm. At the moment, he's in his 80s now, and he, he's not um, compass mentis. This is all, all fellas who would have done it for the team, played on to the team. Yeah, stuck their head in where they shouldn't have. Yeah, and they were doing it in the 60s with a big fat leather ball. Yeah. Um, that has been the mantra right up until probably the last couple of years. It wouldn't surprise me if heading of the ball is outlawed in the next 10 years. Well, honest to God, it wouldn't surprise me. I can't see that. I see, I see what you're saying, but I can't see heading out of football. Of course you can. You can't on on the five side pitch when you play five side footy. You kind of go go above head height with the ball. Yeah. Could you imagine that? Nah, the fucker do more. The more likely to fucking say right if you're playing football and you think you're gonna head it, then you wear one of your um, fucking what are them school caps things? To say the Arsenal, uh, the Arsenal goalie wore. Pe- check, yeah. Check. Yeah, do you mind? They might do. They might say everybody in the team needs to wear a skull cap. <laughs> but but it could be that it's this carbon fibre thing, and it's like it's like the thickness of a credit card, and it just gives that extra bit of protection to the skull. Don't forget when you're heading the ball, the brain inside your head is bouncing off the side of your fucking yeah. skull. In it, yeah. Where I mean, Don't... I mean the merciless helmets. <laughs> Among the merciless. <laughs> Um, I just, I just feel, um, I can feel a presence is joining us. I can just feel it coming amongst us. Oh, who is it? What's it all about? How few? (laughs) I know, dear boys. Are you silly? How are you, boys? I've got on Roger here with what's me, what's his name? Derek. Graham. Uh, Graham. I've got on Graham. I've got a bit of Alzheimer's going on myself. I've been on that cloud up in the sky drinking <laughs> champagne with um, Dermot O'Leary. No, who's the other? Um, Paul O'Grady's dead dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Is Ken Dog up there with you? Have you seen Ken since he's left us? No, but what I will tell you is Ken Dodd's dad's dog's dead. Is he? Did he? No, Doddy. <laughs> I, keep, I keep trying to help you out with that joke, but you keep getting it wrong. I know, I know we do. <laughs> I all, all I can say is in heaven, no one plays Warhammer. Warhammer? <laughs> Nobody plays Warhammer. Warhammer. I'm, I'm now doing... Warhammer in the voice of Silver <laughs> That's talent, that. That is talent. Warhammer. A double imitation. Oh, my head's battered. I ain't getting on no plane, fool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could crush a grape. Oh, I'm here all night. I'm, I love you. I love you all. <laughs> Oh, um, what do you think about uh, Ricky Thomason slagging it off in the press, Silla? Oh my God, I don't know because I haven't read it because I can't read it. Heaven, because I've left my glasses <laughs> on air. <laughs> don't you get the Daily Mirror sent up there? No, I don't. I won't pay the subscription fees. <laughs> I find it offensive. <laughs> slagging it off that you're not a proper scouser. Fucking hell. I was born on the Scotty Road, for God's sake. No, he's, he's slating you for leaving so early. Do you know what, right? I'm not being funny, but 80% of Liverpool's a shit hole. Okay. So, well, I'm not being funny. If you were born on Scotty Road in a bucket, <laughs> would you stay? Or would you go to Buckinghamshire into your mansion? Oh, Stella. Give us a song. Um, damn. Oh, do, I can't remember any Stella songs. <laughs> what did Stella sing for fuck's sake? 
the one after stunners, is Alfie. That's the only one I can remember. Oh, Alfie, where's your pants? I don't know. Silla, what's the uh, what's the scores on the doors? Um, I haven't got the paperwork to hand. I don't oh, think. Right. There's a piece of paper. One job. You've oh, got no. One job. No, that's a Game of Thrones. Hold on. Let me just lift up the poofy, the poofy of desire. There's all bits of paper in here. Alexa, turn on the front room lights. Oh, Alexa works with Silla. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, we are. There's the scores on the doors. George does remember him. Baldy little nonce, that. Um... <laughs> Baldy little nonce. Um... So, it was a while ago. It was Liverpool, Tottenham. And, um, oh, I can't focus. I think, I, think, uh, I think we've missed about five games. I was on 12. Liverpool, no, not me. Craig was on 12 points and Stuart was on 11. And, um, uh, Silek, that was me. It was on eight points. So, for the last... Uh, did we write some scores on the doors down, George? Oh, it's not George, is it? It's still Graham. <laughs> Graham. <laughs> Hello, Graham. George is the baldy little nonce on the drums. Oh, yeah. He's not a nonce, really. Sometimes he's dead nice until he's bombing a dog. Carry on. <laughs> Did... <laughs> Did you have oh. any scores? You didn't, did you? No, I don't. It's your job to write them all down, still, and I just leave it to you, girl. Yeah. Um, well, I'll say all right then. I'm going to say for the last game of the season. Uh, no, we'll do Man City too. So Man City Leicester one nil Man City. Why are we doing City? But we do Liverpool eleven. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll... <laughs> Bollocks. Well, we need to decide it because we're dead close. Craig's on uh, 12 and you're on 11. Yeah, well, next week we've got Spurs versus Everton and Liverpool versus Wolves. Oh, OK, then. Um, Liverpool 1, Wolves 0. OK, still, and I'm going to go Liverpool 2, Wolves 1. OK, are you writing these down? Because I'm not. <laughs> what did you say, Sil? One nil, you know, bad. One I'm, nil. I literally replaced the results nonce because he's in prison. Go on, and Spurs Everton. I'm going to um, go one all. Spurs Everton. Uh, one nil Spurs. One nil Spurs. All right, Silla, that's been logged. Okay, I'm going to hand over to Craig now. Um, oh, is he at his poo now? He's back now, is he? All right, mate. Um, what's you been going on about? Oh, I was just talking a normal shite. Um, okay, I'm going to say four uh, 0 Liverpool. Oh, okay, because we it's, it might come down to goal difference. Well, it can come down to goal difference, but I think we're going to smash Wolves. All right, Spurs Everton. The spirit of Emlyn Hughes is going to come down. Mad crazy yours. Yeah, and Spurs Everton four 0 Spurs. Oof. Is shit. So Spurs. Yeah, but Everton is shitter. They got to be 2-0 today, didn't he? Yeah. Got two cents off. All right, they're logged. There's all scores, right? Scores on the doors. Right. Um, goodbye, Silla. Goodbye. I love you, boys. Ta-da, Sil. You boys are my will. Say hello to Ken when you see him. Ho-ho. Oh, okay, I will. <laughs> oh, I'll, oh. I'll tickle his stick for you. Oh. Right, shall we move on to the next bit of the podcast? Uh, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Oh, she's off her fucking tits here. So she's she... on the fucking shady up there. I think she's on the fucking co. <laughs> um, right, so it's the 85-86 season. Aye. Ace, this is the season. Uh, I did. I still didn't follow football. But the FA Cup final happened this year. So, yeah. yeah. So, the first game of that season was the 23rd of September, Everton versus Liverpool. And it was Everton 2, Liverpool 3. Aye. 
51,509. Uh, Gary Lineker and Graeme Sharp scored for Everton. Yeah. Dal Gleish in the first minute. Yeah. Ian Rush in the 16th minute. And then my favourite uh, late 80s player, not yeah. the greatest, Steve McMahon. Stevie McMahon. So that was Liverpool. They haven't put the Everton times down, but Liverpool scored three in the first half. Uh, Liverpool got theirs in the second half. 51 and 82. Is that what it's... Why does it say one? Oh, Everton got them. Everton got yeah. Oh, did they? So we were 3-0 up at half-time. Yeah. Yeah, um, McMahon, the game before this was uh, against Oxford, and it was McMahon's first game. Oh, was he? Yeah. I've done on my little notes. I love McMahon. So, yeah, this was second game. Um, The thing I've got written down here, I mean, Van der Nauw, remember him? Psychopath, the Welsh-Belgian. He he came for it, Everton, this season. Well, the Everton team. Let's go. Let's go to the the oh, Everton team. Were champions? Don't forget, right? Well, at this stage, during this at this game, Everton was second and Liverpool were fourth in the league. Boom! So you've got Neville Southall, Gary Stevens, Van Den Kevin Ratcliffe, Alan Harper, Paul Bracewell, Kevin Sheedy, Trevor Stephen, Gary Lineker, Ian Marshall, which. I know he was a blue nose, but I didn't know at what point of history he played. Well, obviously, he played there because we know him from Oldham when he had a, he had a yeah. mullet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Graeme Shah. Now, that is the Everton team that lives long in my memory, yeah. basically. No Definitely, yeah. I couldn't tell you who plays for Everton now. And we're the Liverpool Everton podcast. Um, the Liverpool team. Grobbler, Hansen, Lawrenson, Nickel, Beglin, McMahon, Mulby, Whelan, Johnson, Dalgleish, and Ian Rush. Yeah. Another note I made regarding the game before the Oxford game was McMahon's first was his debut, and it was also Alan Kennedy's last game. Oh, was he? He went off to Sunderland then. Did he? Yeah. Because Alan he, Kennedy moved on. Well, he played for New, we signed him from Newcastle, didn't we? Yeah. Wasn't he a Sunderland fan? Oh, I don't know. Or a Sunderland man, um, I think. So no. I know he went. Um the other thing I've seen on this is um not really Liverpool related, but it as Burns, you know, Liverpool and Everton had smatterings of Scottish players, was during a, um, a Scotland and Wales World Cup qualifier for the 1986 Mexico World Cup. Uh, Scotland were losing 1-0 on about the, 90, the 85th minute. Davy Cooper gets a penalty for Scotland, and straight after the penalty, the manager, Jock Steen, had a fucking heart attack and died. Joking? Yeah. When was that? Uh, 86, World Cup qualifiers. No oh, way. The qualifiers of it, yeah. So it was, uh, it was the two weeks before this game. So, so September he, 85. He died at the side of the pitch. Yeah. Well, he, he had a heart attack and they took him to the um, the medical room and he died in there. Oh, everybody died doing something important in the 80s, didn't he? Yeah. Was it, uh, was it the Wales... Wales Stadium, that wasn't Ninian Park. Fucking hell, that's amazing. Because yeah. D- Dixie Dean died at the Derby. Yeah. Um, uh, Tom Tommy Cooper died on stage. <laughs> yeah, which was disgust. That was, yeah. a, that was a, the end of a bombshell of one, one episode. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and on that Steve, note, good night. Cue the music. <laughs> I'm dead now, I'm dead now. I'm going up to heaven. Yeah, so I thought... I had it in my head that um, because Dalglish always said, you know, Jockstein was like a father figure. He was with him at Celtic. He was with him in Scotland. So I just thought, like he scored in like the twenty twenty seconds of this game, didn't he? I thought oh, that's a little, that's a little uh, nod to him. 
I'm going to score a goal for my old boss. So are you into football now, big style? So you're going to match now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You see, I still wasn't. Yeah. I'm not going on my own, still going on my old fella. Yeah. In 85, still going to be my old fella. But um, it was sort of like the 88, 89, 90 onwards, I was going with the Lars. The Lars. Yeah, so. so the next game was the 22nd of February. It's three o'clock kickoff. Yeah, Anfield. Forty-five thousand four hundred forty-five. Liverpool nil. Everton two. Mm. So this is a, a potentially catastrophic result because this this eighty-six team that it went on to do the double uh, was given chase, wasn't it? Yeah. So, again, the team, Grobelar, Sammy Lee, Beglin, Lawrenson, Whelan, Hanson, Gillespie. So, there you've got three You've got three central defenders there playing this day. Yeah. Uh, Johnson, Ian Rush, Mulby and McMahon. And Southall, Stevens, Neil Poynton, Rackliff, yeah. Van Howe, Peter Reid, Trevor Stephen, Gary Lineker, Graeme Sharp, Paul Rick, uh, Bracewell. And Kevin Richardson. Right, the thing I saw on this, I watched a video clip of it and read a bit about it. And Brucey Grobler was a big douse for this. He had oh, a, he had an injury to his hand. A hand injury. He had a hand injury for a goalie. That's a big fucking no-no. Yeah. And there was controversy because um, they nearly conceded a goal because Mark Lawrenson was sort of like shepherding the ball back to Grobler. And they collided into each other. Grobler ended up on the floor and the ball was rolling towards the line. Just as it got on the line, Lawrence managed to get up and clear it. And then um, the Kevin Ratcliffe goal was set from like fucking 30 yards out or something. Bounced about 12 times before it got to Grobler. And it bounced under him. 74 so, minutes. Totally his fault. So they're all saying he should have, shouldn't have played with his hand injury. Yeah, uh, Lineker got the other goal, didn't he? Ratcliffe, three, 74. Yeah, three minutes later, Lineker pounces. Now, he was on fire this season, Lineker. Yeah. He was absolutely astronomical. That's where they went on the uh, Barcelona, started sniffing around, on it? Sniffing. Oh. Um, and obviously, with the, the European ban is in full effect. So Lineker wants to go and play on the, the European stage and obviously off he goes. So the next game is the tenth of the tenth of May nineteen eighty six. And I we were in our new house in Warbreck Road in Liverpool and I watched this FA Cup final on a black and white telly in my bedroom. And it was Liverpool three, Everton one. Yeah. This, everyone's got memories of this game because it's forever being shown. Is it forever showing clips of it? Yeah, um, you've got everything in this game. You've got uh, going in one nil down at half time. Yeah, you've got the fighting between Grobler and who's he Beglin. fighting with? Beglin. Beglin, yeah, Jim Beglin. Yeah, um, basically Liverpool hanging on, and then the second half. Um, the old nemesis, Rushy. Yeah. yeah. Rushy puts him to the sword. So it was Grobelot. Now, I love dropping this stat bomb, this fact, when they talk about foreigners in football. Oh, yeah, go on. I love this fact, right? This team comprised of Grobelot, Lawrence, Beglin, Nickel, Whelan, Hansen, Dalglish, Johnson. Rush, Mulby, Kevin McDonald, and on the bench that day for Liverpool was Steve McMahon. Yeah. There was no English players in the first 11 for the Liverpool team. Steve McMahon was on the bench, English, and wasn't used. And people go on about too many foreigners in football. <laughs> okay. So, now, what part of England was Grobler from? Uh, he wasn't. Zimbabwe. 
there's no there's no Englishman in that team. But in modern football now, people complain there's too many foreigners coming into the team, into the into into the Premier League and stuff like that. But even in the eighties, we had there was no Englishman yeah, in, yeah. The, in in the Liverpool team. Now I don't, Everton, I don't think McMahon even came on, did he? He didn't come on. No, he, he didn't, didn't get a game. Then. No. Um, Bobby Mims, Grobbler, um, um, Southall. I think he was injured. He must have been injured. Yeah, he wouldn't yeah. have been dropped. Yeah. Bobby Mims was forever his understudy until he went to Blackburn, was it? Blackburn, it was. Yeah. Boom. Um, Gary Stevens, Trevor Stevens, Pat Vanden Howe, Kevin Ratcliffe, Derek Mountfield, Peter Reid, Gary Lineker, Graham Sharp, Paul Bracewell, Kevin Sheedy. These two teams basically write themselves, apart from the odd injury here and there. And on the flip side, saying about no English players on the Liverpool side, the Everton side is full of them. Yeah. Gary Stevens, uh, Mountfield, Reid, Trevor Stephen, Lineker, Bracewell and Sheedy. Yeah. Even Bobby Mims. Where was Bobby Mims from? Well, I don't know. Grimsby. So he, he, <laughs> he was probably one of the... Uh, one of the four goalies to take on international duty. So, yeah, he's probably English as well. Now, the average age of the Liverpool starting line-up for that game was 26.4. So, And you'd always think of the Liverpool teams as being old, don't you? Yeah. 26.4. The average age of the Everton starting line-up was 24.9. Yeah. So, they were younger, which is phenomenal. Um for both of them. Now, the Premier League, uh, the, the league table, the championship table, sorry, 42 games, relegated. And it, it all, these, none of these team names are the surprise when you look at relegation. No. They're, they're like the standard teams. Yeah, up and down. Yeah. Uh, Ipswich Town, 20th. Birmingham City, uh, 21st. West Bromwich Albion, bottom yeah. of the league. 42 games, 24 points. That's that. <laughs> Three games at one at home and one game, one away. Yeah. Four, four wins all season. God loved them. It was tight at the top, wasn't it? It was tight at the top. Even but West even. He, yeah, it's for not. I mean, we're talking now of this season, of us being on 94 points, them being on 92 points. But we won the league on 88 points that season. Everton comes second on 86 points, so two points. And then West Ham come third on 84 points. Yeah. So the top three are only divided by four points. Yeah, and we all, the top three, Liverpool, Everton and West Ham, all won 26 games. It was only the draws and the losses that are the difference. What a season. And the, 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 that's... On the last day of the season is when we won the league. Chelsea away. The ball goes over. Dalgleish. I'm sorry, half and half scarves podcast, Colin. But the ball comes over. Dalgleish chests it down. Catches it on the half volley. Bang. Yeah, yeah. Goal. Champions. Player manager. Scores a goal. Well, the February, the February derby where we lost 0-2 was the last game... Liverpool lost. Then he went on a 12-match unbeaten run then, winning 11 and drawing one. So, he, like like Man City now, what are they on? Have they won 12 on the bounce? Yeah, or? Uh, yeah I think it is 12, 12, 13, yeah. So, that's like rolling uh, a three-numbered uh, dice 12 times and getting the same score. Eventually, you've got to get a different score. So come on, Brendan. Yeah, Rogers. well, also um, the third to last game, Everton played Oxford. Oxford were fighting to avoid relegation. They only finished a point above rele- the relegation point places, and uh, Oxford beat them. They had Aldridge and Houghton there helping us out. <laughs> oh, oh, I adore Aldridge. John Aldridge is my hero. Yeah, he's got bushy eyebrows. I love him. Oh, he's gorgeous. So, shall we move on to the hip parade? No, you've, oh. you've forgotten about another derby. 
Have I? Yeah, and you'd forget this. We, oh. we were out of Europe, weren't we? Yeah. So the Football League brought competition to, to as a competition while we're out of Europe. Oh, the no. Football League Super Cup. Oh God! So I'm going to have to do the homework as we as we're talking. You need to give me the date. Uh, the 16th of September was the final. Okay, carry right. on. There was six teams tro- chosen to go into two groups of three. They played each other twice, and the top two teams went through to the semis. So there was Liverpool, Everton, Manchester United, Tottenham, Southampton, and Norwich. I don't know why they, why them six teams were picked. I don't know what the criteria was, but that was the six they picked. Um. And it was set up to fill the void of no European football. I don't need to. I don't need to change any any um, pop charts. We're all right. <laughs> right, okay. Um, and the weird thing was, uh, Liverpool and Everton got to the final, but the final was over two legs. Yeah. So at Anfield, Liverpool won three-one. And what was this called? The uh, Football League Super Cup. Yeah, the Super Cup. I remember that. The final was at Wembley, but it wasn't. It wasn't welcomed. It, it never got off. It was supposed to be while we're out of Europe, every season while we're out of Europe. But it lasted one season because there was just no interest. No, they couldn't get any sponsorship. It was a, it was a little um, cable football uh, channel that sponsored it. Can't remember what they're called now. Super football or something. Um. So, yeah, the home leg, 3-1, and it yeah. wasn't well supported. It was on a Tuesday night, 16th of September. 20,660 turned up. No way. Rushley got a couple, McMahon and Sheedy. And then the return leg on the 30th of September, also a Tuesday night. 30th of September? I yeah. need that. Oh, fucking hell, mate. It's Hold on. on. Hey, same. It's the same. It's the Woo. same. I've already done it. <laughs> Um, we won. Liverpool won one four. Sharp. Rush got a hat trick and nickel. God, everything was shit. But it was well documented that uh, Howard Kendall, at during the final, he said to the players, "Whether it's two or not, just go out there and play. This is fucking useless. This is pointless. This competition." He just wasn't interested in it at all. That was apparently his, his team talk was along along them them lines. No, no big inspirational team talk. Just sort of like we've got to do this because we're contracted to just go up there and play. That's good, isn't it? He just wasn't asked for it, and none of the teams were. To be honest, it just never took off. It was supposed to, as I say, it was supposed to be every season while we we're out of Europe, but it only lasted one season. Nobody else wants to go in it again. So yeah, that was it. So there's four derbies this season. No way. Uh, I knew there was a season where there was a Super Cup, but it, it it didn't show up on the places I looked at. So, for the season, yeah, Liverpool won the title. Everton yeah. runners up. Runners up. Uh, Liverpool won the FA Cup, 3-1 against Everton, as we've discussed. Everton were runners up, obviously. So the League Cup, the Milk Cup, Liverpool got to the semis. Uh, they got beat 3 2 QPR after Agrigus. And Liv- Everton got to the fourth round. Uh, it was 2 2 2 against Chelsea and 1 2 in the replay. And then uh, the League Cup, Oxford went on to win it against QPR. Just like to bring Oxford into it because of old Aldo and there. Uh, Houghton. Yeah. So that was their only bit of silverware they've ever, ever won. Oh, so, so Liverpool got beat by QPR and then Oxford beat QPR in the final. Boom. And then the Super Cup, Liverpool won the Super Cup. So a pretty uh, successful season there. That is. Now, um, well, no, I'll save the little bit that I've put in at, at the very end because it's, it's magic. Yeah. So let's go on to the hip parade. So the f- the first, second, and third derbies of the season were all in the, in the space of September, basically. 
the 7th of September 1985, mm. to be exact. David Bowie and Mick Jagger were number one in the hip parade. Yeah, in the hip parade. With That's the most in the street, the most annoying song in the <laughs> world. Obviously, you must have seen the uh, the YouTube clip where they're singing it without music. Yeah. Oh my God! If it's you, listener, if you haven't seen it, I don't know what you'd search on YouTube, but I'm sure if you just put in the title of the song, it will come up. It's them two singing, or dubbed to singing, but without the music on the backing. If it you can find it, hilarious. I'll put it, I'll put it in the shoe, shoe, oh. the shoe notes. <laughs> God, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's stunning. It's like the Star Wars uh, episode four ended without the John Williams score. <laughs> Where Chewie's Chewie <laughs> grab. <laughs> so, so that that was number one for four weeks. So yeah. that took in all them first three derbies. Now, in between, I like to uh, that that gets it into the um, playlist. No, you've you've oh, it's a year ahead. Mick Jagger was eighty-five. It was. The other two were eighty-six. Was it? No, Super, the Super Cup derbies were eighty-six. When it was played after it was played in eighty-six, it was after the season. What? What was the date? The fourteenth of September eighty-six and the thirtieth of September eighty-six. But that's the next season, then. That's not this season. Was it eighty-five? Oh, hold on, it almost be eighty-five. Yeah. No, you're right, 65. Oh, I was having palpitations here. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Little, little steeper cell will be walking through the streets of London uh, now. Going, no, no, How was that them games? Roll over! Roll over! You'll be mugging a pensioner now. You're right, them three cover that one, yeah. So, in between, the, ga- the, the number one before that was UB40 with Chrissy Hind. And oh. I... I got you, babe. That was annoying. That because they just sung, "I got you, babe," at each other for about an hour. Well, I liked that song, but when I first started dating Michelle when I was seventeen, I thought I'd be getting in with the family because they used to go up the Legion to watch the cabaret show every yeah, Saturday they did. night. Yeah, they did. Yeah, you know, every Saturday night. So I got a surprise thing. Let's go out with your mum and dad. And oh my god, every act that ever came on <laughs> fucking the pair sung that song to death. A duet? Yeah. Oh. Every time it was a man and woman duet, you just knew. <laughs> and now we're gonna sing our favourite song. And you knew what it was gonna be in your head, put your head in your hands and just oh this goodies, Auntie. <sighs> so what was after that one? If I was by Major. Oh, that was a class tune, that one. So Mick Jagger and that was number one for four weeks, but the other two were only number one for one week. Yeah. Um, now the next, the fourth derby of that season, the one where Everton did us at Anfield in the eighth of February '86, was an absolute classic, and was used in a film. So mm-hmm. was, you'll you'll be able to remind me uh, when the going gets tough. Romance the tough gets the going. Boom. Billy Ocean. Uh, I adore this song. This was four weeks at number one as well. Yeah. Uh, the songs either side, classics in their own right. The Sun Always Shines on TV by... Aha! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And Diana Ross, Chain Reaction. Well, okay. I used to wank up. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't shot me load by eight, eight, the eighth of March. What World Cup was it? Where oh, it must have been Europe. It must have been a World Cup. Oh, obviously it must have been America with it being there. When um, she was on the the, the build up the show before, yeah, and, she was, yeah. And she, had, she was supposed to score a penalty, <laughs> and she kicked it and totally missed the fucking goal. Yeah, she did a and Chris Goddle, and the goal collapses. I think it's I think it's the American World Cup. Yeah, that's what I said. It must have been with that of near there. I, I think assumed. so. Yeah. Because, uh, now, the next one, the FA Cup final, one week at number one, Falco, <sighs> Rock Me Amadeus. Rock Me Amadeus. Now, an absolute classic. 
Oh, I know what's coming now. Uh, the, the number so one. What, what knocked that off the charts, please? Old uh, <laughs> chicken in the uh, sticker. Decked up your nose. Buy a jumbo yeah. dress. And then bury <sighs> all your clothes. <laughs> yes. Uh, paint your left knee green. Then extract uh, your wisdom teeth. Form a single, single. Oh, he's not and pretend, pretend your name is Keith. Oh, flooding memories back there. The chicken song. Skin yourself alive. <laughs> Learn to speak a rapper hole. <laughs> Climb inside <laughs> a dog and be head an Eskimo. <laughs> and disembowel yourself with spears. Yes. Oh, I love that song. Now, I did used I, to know all the words. I had the Christmas song as a seven-inch single. Santa Claus is on the doll. Oh, that was on the album. Santa Claus is on the doll. Oh, and you be 40. <laughs> um... Now, I don't know this one. The, the number one before this was A Different Corner by George Michael. Yeah. What's he singing about there? Yogurts? <laughs> yeah. He's fed up with the, the chocolate cornflakes. He wants the fucking the brown and white balls. <laughs> In his cob. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, he's fed up with Andy Ridgely's balls. He wants someone else's. <laughs> I don't want the strawberry muller corner anymore. <laughs> I want the chocolate balls in me mouth. Ah, oh, yeah, I definitely know it because I was, as you've known on different podcasts, I've spoke about my love of George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Only for it in a glorious situation. Uh, uh, I do know it. If I heard the music, I'd be able to tell you. Oh, Alexa, play a different corner. What corner would you like? Oh, yeah, it's a slow one. I'm wanking in a different corner. I've been there with me cock out. <laughs> oh, I love George. In your face, neck, or chest. Oh, on my boot, on my hoop. <laughs> I've, I've seen your hoof. <laughs> um, now, Alexa, so, that's enough now. Stop, thank you. Tell us about the telly. There wasn't a lot went on, you know. I've, I've tried to find something interesting, but yeah. We got neighbours started. So, shot yeah, at the front door. In 85, neighbours started, yes. Yeah, so, made household names of Kylie and Jason and. Uh, Mrs. Mangle, <laughs> a bouncer. Well, we used to, we used to come out of school for our dinner, yeah, and and go across to Gary um, Gary Gillespie's house. Really, you knew Gary Gillespie? I did know a Gary Gillespie, and we'd get a portion of chips. You knew a Gary Gillespie or the Gary Gillespie? Not not the oh. Gary Gillespie, a Gary Gillespie in Vizach, and we'd go into his house with a portion of chips each. And we'd watch Neighbours and Home and Away at dinner time. Yeah. We did the same mm. at ours, yeah. But um, go and see the, the, the afternoon showing of it. And when you think about it, dinner time in the old days used to last for ages. Yeah, it lasted about an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you put an hour... An hour in the old days used to last for like four hours. Yeah. Well, you used to achieve so much. You used to be able to eat your chips... Have a chip fight. I remember I used to go and have a pint with the fiver. Get me tea <laughs> on the way home. And then go to shop and buy a suit as well. <laughs> and then get at the bus. I, well, I, it was 5p on the bus then. Yeah, it was 4p when I used to go to school. You fucking hell bastard. Um, so go on, neighbours. Uh, so we had neighbours. Bread. Gotta get up. Joey. Gotta get out. Ooh, grab the voice by the wood and shout. Buy it, buy it sell it. Aveline, Freddie Boswell, Joey made yeah. all those ponces. Classic. 
Scouse comedy. Who was it? Who was the, the writer? Carla Lane. Carla Lane. She did the live a bit. The live a bit in the seventies. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> um, catchphrase. <sighs> Can I have a pee, please, Bob? No catchphrase. Oh, Mr. Chips. Hold your plums. It's a lemon. Catchphrase where he put the things on the screen. Oh, yeah, What's yes. his face? Roy Walker. Oh, oh she would. She if, it's there, if it's there, I'll give you the money myself. Oh, I'll give you a wee potato. <laughs> potato. Potato. Catchphrase now done by... Um... Jervis O'Leary. I'll give you a potato. <laughs> oh, what's his name? Stephen Mullane. Oh, Steve Mahal. <laughs> Steve Mullane. <laughs> he's not Irish in the slightest. But he still eats potatoes. William Shell just went to see his new show in Manchester. What's his new show Getting called? Getting filmed. Rolling in it. He's on every he's on everything. He's like the new Andy Deck. Do you know the um the old um you used to go to the, the fun fair and there was a little game where you put like five P in a slot and it, if it landed on the line, you got that money back. Like jingles. I don't know what jingles is. Where you throw the money and the nearest... You, so me me versus you with a 20 pence piece each and you throw it towards the wall and whoever gets it nearest the wall... Jingles! We, we call that we, p- pigeon toss, pigeon toss. Pigeon toss? Well, we used to call it jingles in the Zach. But, yeah, I know what you mean. It's no, but it's not like on that. Line. No. Oh. No, it's not like that. It's vertical lines. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You roll it. There's, the lines have got different monetary values. And if you're... 2p or 10p, whatever it is, lines on inside them lines of that monetary value, you get that. If it lines, if it lands on the line, you've lost your money. Well, they've just turned that into a big game show. He's on everything. Steve Mullane would be wiping my ass with a bag of Mars bars. Yeah, it it takes the fun out. You know, when you go watch these shows getting filmed, it just makes you realize how good editors are because you sit there thinking, when is this shit going to finish? Did he do loads of that stuff that he does where he looks at the camera and yeah. does that, yeah. that funny face? Raise eyebrow, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, but God, it, the date does not drag. Because it's all stop and start, and when the coin drops in the end, they have to stop filming and take someone runs out and grabs the coin and puts it, puts it back in a slot. You've destroyed all the magic of the TV. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's amazing. <laughs> Oh, so, any uh, other TV? Last one. <laughs> Beatles About. Yeah, Beatles About stars. Uh, Tommy Robinson's um, doing his version of it at the moment, isn't he? I don't know. Well, you know that little Nazi prick, Tommy Robinson? Yeah. He's going round and he goes, on the, he goes up to, like, Asians and, like, Muslims or whatever... And he says something derogatory to them, uh, but he makes sure that this person's got a milkshake in their hand or something like that. So that person then reacts by throwing it in his face, and all the, all his bouncers then chase this poor victim down uh, to make him look like he's um, the victim type of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, go and have a look at his YouTube, his videos. He's a prick. Uh, he's a rat anyway. Yeah, he's got nonce written all over him. Um, so that's all the telly that's it, that's all I've got it's, uh, nothing fantastic and came out this year well I'll end on, Ooh, go on. Uh, Liverpool uh, Newcastle 2 Liverpool 3 on the 4th of May 19 <laughs> uh, sorry 2019 yeah <laughs> right on Saturday, the 4th of May, 1974. Ah, I saw this. It's our cup. Super Reds, Shatter Newcastle, FA Cup final, Liverpool 3, Newcastle 0. Um, Keegan, who else scored? Uh, Tosha, got it. Um, I don't think Tosha scored. It was the winger. What was his name? Oh, Highway. Uh, Highway and Keegan got two, I think. And it was Shankly's last game in charge of Liverpool. Oh. So, uh, however many years ago that was, today, on the same date, we put Newcastle to the sword and we're still putting them to the sword. 
up, up the tune, and as ever, you get to say the immortal. All right, so I'll say it, but I don't like saying it. I think this is a shit ending. <laughs> well, what do you want to do then? You you invent a new ending. Well, we'll stick we'll stick with this one for this season. If we do another one, we'll come up with a new one. Well, we want a song. If anybody out there uh, wants to write, I I know my boss has written a song for this podcast, but he's got a lot of shit going on, so he hasn't been able to record it for us. Yeah. Um, we need to get him. We need to get him to pull his finger out because the end is shit. The end is nearly as shit as the content. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my finger up my arse here, uh, waiting to blow, blow uh, myself off. Definitely! Blow the whistle! This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.